up, nerds. ESPN plus the ESPN but this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build the pond. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. The And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Number four, Charles Barkley. The round, the wow. Round, the round, round of mound rebound. of rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And- it's the starting lineup. Welcome in. Welcome back. What is this? What are we doing? What? Are, yeah, exactly. Where are we? What are we doing? Hey, what's happening out there? A long time. Noah talk. It's been uh, too long, guys. And it's the uh, starting lineup. We're not over there on a 98.9, but we're here on the uh, podcast feed. We've been along, uh, been away for too long all week. We've been running around uh, all the state of Illinois yeah. and uh, covering holiday uh, tournaments. And we'll recap those holiday tournaments. We got a lot to uh, talk about over the course of the uh, past week that we've missed. And we'll get you and tell you about what's happening today for championships. I know FEM Topless. Uh, tournament wrapping up. Uh, also, the uh, Illinois Fighting Illini, they were in action last night, uh, and uh, they had a get-right game, bounce-back performance against Bethune-Cookman, and we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about Illinois football as well. We got the uh, new defensive backs coach, and we also have a quarterback now coming in mm-hmm. in the uh, transfer portal as well that we'll uh, talk about and we'll talk uh, more about those uh, bowl games yes. as well coming up uh, this weekend. We got the college football playoff. Yeah, I didn't tomorrow. even yeah I didn't even realize that that uh, oh hey it's New Year's tomorrow. Yep. yep. And also it's the college football playoff as well tomorrow. Yep. And then we got an Illinois bowl to talk about on Monday. Right. Yeah. They'll be on the air whenever uh, you know before we will be, have a chance to talk about them. Right. So. Exactly. So we're still not even going to be on the air. Uh, no, we won't on be Monday on either. It'll be Tuesday. But we knew about that one uh, we did. For, for a while. We're happy and, and to we're not happy, be on exactly. the air because Illinois has a bowl game. Right, yeah, for sure. So uh, we'll take a First look at those little bowl games. First time in 15 years or something, it feels like. It does. It feels like uh, forever. Uh, we also have the, the NFL to talk about, and I didn't even realize that uh, the Cowboys played last night. Yeah. Cowboys and Titans. Yeah. Whew, thank goodness I didn't have anyone playing in uh, – in my fantasy yes. championship last night that I forgot to put in the lineup. I don't have any Cowboys or Titans, so uh, you. we'll uh, take a look at uh, the uh, NFL slate as well. And uh, we got a pick em to take care of. We got a pick em to recap. Lots of games to a recap. And we also got uh, some games to a pick as well. And, of course, you know, we're covering the uh, college football playoff. And so we're going to be picking those games. Colts, Bears, uh, Illinois game as well so 
Uh, and uh, don't forget to stay tuned to uh, the uh, feed this weekend uh, for our top 10 sports stories of the year. Yep. One of our uh, favorite podcasts to do, uh, our favorite shows to do every uh, single year. And we got to close out 2022 and we'll In break style. down the top 10 uh, sports stories of uh, 2022. So make sure you stay tuned to the podcast feed uh, for that. And you can, of course, you know where we are because you're listening here on yes. the uh, podcast on iTunes, Spotify, our website, FEM Radio. Dot com. All right, so uh, there's no time uh, for any uh, fancy imaging or anything uh, like that. We need to just uh, go. We press the red light. It's down, and we need to just start recording here. And uh, we have been recording, but we just need to uh, jump right into it, and we need to talk about all the holiday tournaments that have gone on this uh, past week. And, man, oh, man, uh, let's go ahead, and uh, there's no better place to uh, start than with uh, champions. As uh, Let's start with the uh, Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament, and that's where Altamont, they brought home the ship, and uh, they are Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament champions. They took down Goreville last night, 57-40. to Altamont uh, coming into this tournament, be Casey, and uh, now they take care of business in this tournament. Four days, four wins in a row, so now a five-game winning streak to close out 2022. And, uh, you know, honestly, when Altamont was sitting at 2-2 two and two earlier this year, mm-hmm. I knew that uh, the expectations were high, both fans, coaches, players, uh, talking with the coach before the season, talking to Mason before the season, and they had some lofty expectations, and I was – Honestly, through four games, I was a little worried uh, about the team of whether we were setting ourselves up for, uh, you know, just for disappointment. But uh, they've turned it around ever since that Breeze Central game. Uh, They didn't shoot very well uh, that night in uh, Greenville. But uh, ever since then, they've really shot the ball better. And including in this tournament, it just seemed like everything was going right for four straight days. That one on Tuesday against Johnson City, that three-point uh, victory. That was the closest game that they had uh, there in Assessor, and uh, they uh, were very impressive uh, down there taking care of business, and they played vintage Altamont basketball. They did it last night as well. Uh, Goreville, they couldn't buy a basket there in the first quarter, and Altamont took advantage of it with rebounds, and then they would run the outlet passes, and they got them in trouble on Wednesday night. I'm trying to keep my day straight mm-hmm. here, but got them in a little bit of trouble on Wednesday night with uh, piling up the turnovers there, but luckily – uh, that didn't matter. They still blew out the coin there by like 15 points, I think, was the, the final score uh, there. So, uh, you know, it wasn't uh, wasn't completely perfect. I know there was some stuff to a nitpick here and there, but it was a real outstanding performance by Altamont down in Cesar, uh this week. And uh, this is why, you know, you make the hour-and-a-half trip, the 80-mile right. trip one way, and Altamont wanted to take home the championship. They were second place the first year. They were third last year, and now they accomplished the goal that they wanted to uh, when they set out to start the season mm-hmm. uh, was bring home a tournament championship. And that's exactly what they did, and they just played they're awesome, and they're playing awesome right now. They are. They're clicking. Yeah. You talk about a team that's clicking going into the new year, a team that is super glad that they got their game in Tuesday before the snowstorm last week, mm-hmm. then had this tournament. Yeah. They don't want to quit playing basketball. Yeah, They're glad they said. have a game on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. They want all the games. They don't want to take time off right now. Right. A lot of teams at this point in the season are like, hey, let's just practice for a week, you know, or let's practice for, you know, five days or whatever. Give the kids some rest. Not Altamont. They want to keep playing basketball right now because they're feeling it as a team. Right. They want to keep building on this positive momentum, especially heading into conference schedule. 
a conference right. tournament. All that entails in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Now's the time to start hitting your groove. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like they've only had one NTC game this yeah. season so far. They'll pick one up uh, next week against uh, Dietrich. But mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, certainly clicking and maybe that was part of it is just to get some confidence uh, underneath them. And uh, they're just playing like we can uh, do no wrong mm-hmm. there. And uh, they're playing elite defense as well. They were playing elite defense last night and uh, they just took Goreville out what they want what they wanted to do uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, coach Niebuhr you mentioned it in the uh, post game there of uh, coach Tripp just one time just kind of threw up his hands like I don't know what to do like they were just Altamont was just taking away what Goreville wanted to do and they didn't know how to re- adjust and how to react to uh, Altamont's defense and you know also frustrating as well Black Hats were missing a ton of shots yeah. uh, last night and uh, but hey Altamont 10th victory uh, of the season as well I'd argue uh, they're there's no one in the area that's playing better than Altamont. I mean, maybe North Clay, uh, they kind of taken, I think they've been kind of quiet since that uh, Conrad Allen mm-hmm. uh, tournament. But uh, I'd argue that, you know, at least in our listening area, I I don't know who's playing better ball than Altamont. I'd say Topless. Well, Topless, yeah. I'd throw Topless in there. I, I at least think Topless has an argument right. to be made because yeah. they're going for a championship here as we're recording this later today. So, I, I, yeah, I'm going to be definitely interested to, to uh, see the outcome of that game. Yeah. And I'm still contemplating here as we're recording if, if I want to head out there to yeah. uh, FEM yeah. later today. Uh, that that would be the, the only team I think I would throw my hat in and say the other the other one. And I'll say it because I saw them this week is Christ our rock. Now, I know Centralia is a little outside right, of our listening yeah. area, but they're playing some really good basketball right, right. now. Yeah, they're so, impressive. Um, but those are the only two that immediately pop out in my head without having any research in front of me or anything. Right. That I, be, well, I again, I'll make the argument now. I, Newton didn't do that great this week, and we'll talk more about that later. But the little line eye, Lawrenceville still playing good. They just won their com- their their tournament. They were at. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey, they took a step back. I think. Um, this week over at, at Terre Haute. Um, yeah, I say, but good competition. There yeah, for Robinson got the consolation championship over there. So I mean, I don't think you can discredit Robinson as far as teams that are playing well right now. Yeah. So I, I, I put, I'd put at least on the boys' side playing yes. well. Yes. Yes. No, I mean, like I'm just talking about not just everybody, both boys and girls, playing well. In the area, I'm talking about just as uh, yeah, the and boys I'm just talking boys. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. I wasn't talking girls. Yeah, I still think Altamont is the top. I, I, if if it was, I would say Altamont is one A to topless one B. Mm-hmm. I'd put them kind of equal with each other right right now as we sit. Right, and everyone else below. Yeah, I'm also um, You're extremely biased. biased. You're a little biased. I've seen every single game. I'm trying not to be as biased <laughs> so, as you are. That's what my job is yeah, here. Totopolis is, is a good uh, argument. Anytime we talk about Altamont or Effingham football, I have to be the voice <laughs> of reason for Travis. <laughs> exactly. Or the Cardinals. Or at least keep me in check. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Altamont uh, taking care of business mm-hmm. uh, last night, winning the uh, Cesar 
holiday uh, tournament, and you can read my recap and a recap of all the uh, tournament on our website, fmradio.com. And also a uh, shout-out to uh, three players for uh, the uh, Indians uh, making the all-tournament team there, Mason Robinson, uh, Avery Arhouse, and Wyatt Phillips as well making the all-tournament team uh, there. And But, hey, uh, Coach Nebry had all the positive things to say about Logan Cornett. He did have – he's a great defender, as we know, uh, but he was in double figures last night. And so uh, he was called the MVP, according to Coach Nebry, mm. uh, the, this week. And, yeah, it was playing some great defense uh, there in Altamont, clicking on all the cylinders. And uh, they'll be back in action in the new year on Tuesday, and they'll be taking on a Shelbyville. And we'll see what Shelbyville – did in the Vandalia Holiday Tournament coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, and let's just go ahead and transition to that there right now. As it was the final day of the 50th annual holiday tournament. And in the fifth place game, Cumberland, they took care of business. And they defeated Okaw Valley. And that was 53-39 final? Yes. Or? yes. Okay, I'm looking at a different uh, thing here. Yes. That 53-39 is the final score. Cumberland uh, came out yeah, in, looking at a different day. in the second. I know, right? They all just blend <laughs> They do, really. Uh, Cumberland, you know, Okaw Valley took the lead 2-0. And it's like, okay, here here, here comes Okaw Valley. And Cumberland then took the lead 3-2. And then Travis, they went on a 12-0 run in that first quarter. Hmm. And you could feel the confidence for the Pirates. Sure. Now, the problem is, as we've seen with this Cumberland team, they got a little overconfident and allowed Okaw Valley to get back into it at parts. At some points in the third quarter, Okaw Valley had it down to six points. Mm-hmm. At some points, they had it down to three points. And unfortunately for Okaw Valley, that fourth quarter, they just fell apart. They just couldn't get the ball in the hoop, and then fouls started piling up, and Cumberland was able to to pull away and get the victory um, ends the week at three and two, which is uh, above 500. They're now just one game below 500. So it's definitely the the most important thing for me last night, Travis. It wasn't even the fact that they won. It was the fact that um, you had six players score for Cumberland. You had six players with five plus points. That's something that we've talked about here on this show, and I've talked about with Coach Post Games, is you know what you're going to get from Hendricks. I mean, that's just a given. Yeah. McGee, he may have a good night. He may have an off night. It just depends on how the game's going. Same with McElravey. But there have been times where those are the only three players, especially since Bolt's been injured, those are the only three players in the scorebook. Yeah. You need some more guys to step up. Last night, Bryant Weber had 10 points. McMeekin had nine points. You need these guys to start having confidence to take those open shots to at least keep the defense honest. And that's sure, what Coach yeah. has been talking about, you know, to alleviate some of that pressure from Hendricks because at times you get Hendricks the ball down low and he's triple teamed because they don't respect those other shooters because they don't shoot. Mm-hmm. Now they're starting to step up and shoot the ball. Now they're starting to come in and play big minutes because, as we said, Bolt is out. And then earlier this week, Kelby Bierman got injured as well for Cumberland. So he's out. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing, if you're Cumberland right now, short-handed. Sure. So you need these guys to come in and play some minutes, and they definitely have here uh, this week. And Cumberland's growing. It's a team that is starting to find a rhythm. Now, 
we said that, me and Coach, when we were talking on uh, Tuesday, we said that, t- Tuesday evening after the game. And he said, man, I like how the team's feeling. And then they came out and almost lost to Macon, who haven't won this season. Mm. And he told me immediately post-game, he said, man, I knew I shouldn't have said anything when I talked to you because <laughs> yeah, we came jinx. out flat-footed and it took an 11-0 run at the very end of that game in order for them to get the win over Macon. Mm-hmm. So, but they're they're there, they're close. It's just, it's still going to be a little bit of a struggle uh, for the Pirates. They're still just, they need to get healthy. That's right. the main thing. Yeah. And uh, they they seem like the the type of team that you know just needs to regroup and uh, mm-hmm. try to start things it, off fresh. You you could look at it as like a clean slate for for the new year. And it's the little things. That's the that's the thing I think that that has Coach so upset is it's the little things the Pirates are not doing as good as they should. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you get right in starting on Tuesday. You're hosting Heritage, and then you're at Blue Ridge, and then the tenth, Travis. Circle that date, Decatur LSA. That's going to be a tough matchup for the Pirates. And, you know, then on the 17th, Cumberland once again is facing Okaw Valley. So you're mm. facing a team that you just faced, and we talked about it with Coach Post Game. That's not necessarily a great thing. It, these two teams, and Coach said he was, he was texting with Coach in, uh, Inman from Okaw Valley, said, we don't want to play each other in a tournament. Mm-hmm. Like, because we know we're going to see each other in the regular season. You know, there's a chance you're going to see each other in the conference tournament. Yeah. Luckily, they didn't see each other at the Thanksgiving tournament. But if they would have, that would have been four times they faced each other in <laughs> yeah. a year. Right. What more can you learn from facing the same team? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and I know uh, there's some people up in County today going, yes, yes, we know. <laughs> We really don't want to face each other again. Right, yeah. Coles <laughs> County clash happening there. In Effingham, yes. Yeah. So Cumberland gets the big win uh, last night, and uh, so uh, some other games there in uh, Vandalia. The last day of the fiftieth uh, annual Vandalia tournament in the ninth place game, it was Pena over uh, Meridian, a uh, sixty-four of fifty. It was the seventh place game, Vandalia over Shelbyville, sixty-seven to uh, fifty-eight. Third place game, it was Flora over Greenville, forty-seven to thirty-five, and then the championship. Uh, like you were mentioning there, Chrysler Rock, they defeated Nokomis 42-26 to mm-hmm. uh, there. A player from uh, Chrysler Rock uh, was the MVP, Parker Boney. And uh, we also had uh, uh, Gavin Hendricks from Cumberland make the all-tournament team as well there in Cumberland for an exciting 50th annual holiday tournament there in Vandalia. Yeah. And they honored all, every decade at halftime of the, the championship game every night or the, the last game every sure, night. So yeah. uh, it was real fun. And, again, uh, never mind. I'm not going back to the Altamont argument, Travis. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> uh, why? Did you look at Chrysler Rock's record? Yeah, they're 12-0. and 0. Oh. They haven't lost this season. <laughs> I mean, hey. But I, I, my argument was that, you know, Centralia, not really. Okay. But I do have another team that I do think there should be an argument for. Lawrenceville? No. I mean, yes, but I already said that, and it's a team I totally forgot, and that's Olney. Yep. Olney sitting at 10-2 and two on the year, and they also picked up a win at their holiday tournament. Right, yeah, and uh, they were over in uh, Pinckneyville, the Duster Thomas Hoops Classic, and uh, actually uh, Pinckneyville is actually 20 minutes away from uh, Sessor, so I contemplated uh, going there just because that historic gymnasium has been around since, like, 1951, and oh, it's wow. just a unique uh, – it's kind of like – 
it's not really Altima, but it is definitely unique. You don't have uh, stuff like this. The seats are kind of above the mm-hmm. uh, court, not as raised as much as Altima, but uh, definitely a unique atmosphere there. But, uh, you know, no one really matched up with, uh, you know, uh, Mount Carmel's in the third place game. I had to be in Cesar by then, and the championship right. obviously uh, with Alney uh, can make that work. But uh, the third place game, Mount Carmel did fall to uh, the host school Pinckneyville, sixty-one to uh, fifty-seven. And also in the uh, championship game, like you mentioned, there are the Alney Tigers that uh, they uh, beat Benton by a twenty sixty-three to a forty-three. And this is the second straight championship for Alney there at the Duster uh, Thomas, and it's the fourth tournament title that they have over there in Pinckneyville for Coach Flanagan, and so a big congrats to uh, the Alney Tigers for a second straight tournament championship there at the Duster Thomas. Benton's second loss of the season. Their first one was to Heron as yeah, a buzzer beater, one point. Yeah, and, and Heron, Heron's good too. Yeah, and only came out and beat them. About him. Only came out and beat them by twenty. By twenty. There's my argument. All right. I don't know. Alney just lost to St. Anthony. Right? That uh, yeah. Saint Anthony's not like a powerhouse like they like they were. Yeah, okay. But it's still a Saint Anthony though. It's and it was at Saint home. Anthony. And it was at, at home for Alney too. It so. was. Yep. Yep. You. I'm. You're making valid valid <laughs> cases. <laughs> but still. Let's just say. Let's just say this. It's great to be a basketball fan in our area because oh, yeah. there are a lot of really good teams, mm-hmm. both on the girls' side and the guys' side. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, absolutely there. And in the uh, Tri-County uh, tournament, it was the uh, fifth-place game. It was Westville over Tri-County, 45-42. Third-place game, it was Paris over Martinsville, 65-2. And in the uh, championship game, it was uh, Lawrenceville over Windsor's two straws. So uh, they uh, send the Hatchets their third loss of the season. It was by five. Looks like the third quarter really was the difference for Lawrenceville. They outscored the Hatchets 17-2-9 to pick up the uh, five-point victory there for the championship there in uh, Tri-County. So mm-hmm. uh, Lawrenceville, another team uh, in the LIC playing a good ball yep. now yep. and tournament champion. Yep. Uh, like you were saying there, in uh, over in Indiana, Wabash Valley uh, Classic in the Constellation Championship, it was Robinson over Park Heritage, 36-34. to uh, 34. And uh, later on, uh, that was it from, from our mm-hmm. area. Casey lost a couple of games. Yep. So, yep. Uh, they, they weren't even, playing yesterday. Yeah, they didn't even get to the day yesterday. Um, let's see here. By the way, just for planning purposes, Travis, go ahead and pencil February 3rd as a day that you may need uh, – to take off. What's that? That's only at Lawrenceville. It's a Friday. It's a Friday night, yeah. I'll probably have a game. Well, things for you. I mean... I probably have a game, too. I was going to say, you probably <laughs> have a game, too. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. So, we all have games. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, a loaded action in the FEM Totopolis Holiday Tournament. Uh, games at uh, Totopolis. Uh, some area teams that were involved in the first game of the day for Charleston, uh, they defeated Dixon 60-55. to They would later go on to lose to Lutheran North later in the day, 77-62. to In the first game of the day for St. Anthony, they defeated Oakland 54-44. It was topless over Chicago Brooks 53-34. to And then uh, later on in the night, it was uh, the matchup of rivals in the tournament there in T-Town. It was the topless taking down uh, St. Anthony 50-43. And that puts 
to topple us into the championship game later on this evening and slide St. Anthony into uh, the uh, third place game there. Who will they face? Well, that was decided over at Effingham. Uh, a couple of uh, area teams involved here. The scorers, it was Mattoon over Newton, 59-247. Uh, to uh, 47. And then uh, Mattoon later on in the day fell to Highland, 53-51. And uh, Newton also, uh, I think they lost to a... Uh, they win or lose to Knoxville you have it down as win but I think I saw something different but maybe I'm maybe I read it wrong it was 52 uh, 38 was the uh, final uh there I have I have it as a win okay so uh, Newton picking up the win over Knoxville yeah. then 52 yeah. uh, to uh, 38 and uh, let's see uh, Pleasant Plains they won in overtime over Effingham 73 uh, to uh, 72 and then Effingham also lost to uh, Champagne Centennial 49 to uh, 44 as it looks like Effingham tried to chip away and ultimately came up a, a little bit uh, short after having a one-sided one quarter seemed to be the difference uh, there for uh, the Hearts. And then Lincoln Way East, uh, they beat Pleasant Plains 65-31. to uh, 31. So that slides Pleasant Plains in a third-place game against St. Anthony tonight. And Lincoln Way East, the uh, perennial tournament favorite and one of the largest schools in uh, this uh, tournament, they uh, will uh, be uh, moving on to the uh, championship game. And it's going to be one, I, I don't know the rest of the team's enrollment, but yeah, I think the top list, one of the smaller ones. Yeah. And now they're going to be against Lake and Way East, one of the uh, biggest ones. And they're also runners up in football, and they're like 7 or 8A or something like that. So mm-hmm. uh, this is really small school versus big school who will win out tonight in the championship there. Uh, all games tonight will be uh, played at FEM. I'll tell you more about them uh, coming up here, but we need to recap more of yesterday's uh, action. Uh, the uh, girls' uh, tournaments, uh, the Mattoon Holiday Tournament, are uh, wrapped up yesterday. And in the, uh, let's see here, the uh, fifth, seventh place game, it was Sullivan uh, taking down the Lady Indians of Altamont 61 to uh, 58. As man, Sullivan had a 20 to 7 or fourth quarter to uh, beat Altamont uh, yesterday. And so Altamont uh, going 0 and 4 in this tournament, but uh, they were right there. They, uh, Played a great game yesterday up until that uh, fourth quarter. There was a lot of, a lot of fouls involved mm-hmm. as well as listening to uh, Lane's uh, call of the game uh, there in Mattoon. But uh, unfortunately, Altamont falling a little bit short in the seventh-place game against uh, Sullivan there. Uh, but uh, Claire Bame ended up leading the way for the Lady Indians uh, yesterday. She had 15 points. And Peyton Osteen, she had 13 points yesterday. And uh, Peyton Osteen made the all-tournament team there in Mattoon. So uh, obviously uh, Altamont learning to uh, play yeah. a different style of game, different uh, without a Grace Nelson out there on the floor for these uh, four past four games. But uh, they had it right there uh, against Sullivan, but uh, unfortunately uh, dropping that one yesterday. And when I was talking to Coach Wednesday after the game there Wednesday evening, you know. St. Anthony? Against St. Anthony, yes. Um, as I, I told her, or, you know, we talked about it, this could be something great for Altamont because of the fact that most of these girls will be back next year. This is a great learning experience for these girls to get confidence because Grace is great as she is, and she is great. She's one of the best basketball players I've seen in person. Mm -hmm. She hides a lot that other players can go hide when they're out on the floor. Mm -hmm. This will give them confidence. 
It may make for a bumpy rest of the year. Mm -hmm. But next year, when they're all seniors playing together and they've been through this with Grace back, it'll definitely be, I think, a positive thing. Right, yeah, this is definitely a glass half-full type of uh, scenario. And, uh, yeah, it definitely uh, makes you uh, have some confidence to play without when Grace is on the floor. She's rarely off the floor. Right. That uh, she uh, gets some uh, time on the bench, but that's kind of in between quarters to kind of cheat a little bit there for rest purposes. And just think about what she does defensively. You know, she gets so many turnovers before the other offenses even set up their offense that Altamont really doesn't have to play defense because Grace, using her her length and her IQ and all that, is able to pick off passes and go the other way in transition. Yeah, and then be so fast. They can't do that now. So they're having to learn how to play defense. They're having to learn how to play half-court offense. Half-court offense. So yeah. it's definitely been something because, you know, we talked before the season started that so much of Altamont's game is that transition game. Mm-hmm. That isn't there as much anymore. It's there on occasion. But right now it's not there. Right. Yeah. And uh, so uh, they'll uh, be back in action uh, next week, and their next game isn't until Thursday, and that will be against the South Central uh, the uh, fifth place game of that actually went to uh, St. Anthony as they uh, defeated Alney there. And it was uh, Lucy Fearday picking up 28 points yesterday. And uh, she made the all tournament team uh, there in Mattoon uh, there. So uh, St. Anthony takes home a fifth. Uh, third place went to uh, Mattoon as they defeated Champaign uh, Central 73 uh, to uh, 68. In the championship game later on in the evening, it was Muhammad Seymour taking down Galesburg by 10, 51 to 41 there in Mattoon as that one wraps up there. Mm-hmm. So Muhammad taking home the championship trophy. Was able to look up that in person uh, on, let's see, Wednesday. I was there for that yes. morning game uh, there. Had all the trophies laid out there in the hospitality room. It looked uh, very nice. Mm-hmm. It uh, sure nice did. little crystal yeah. trophy to uh, take home there. And the State Farm uh, Holiday uh, Classic, that was where uh, Paris was was this uh, weekend. And uh, I think it's still going on uh, later on today. But Paris, they defeated Shepard 45-17 in uh, girls' tournament action. And I was going to say, and that's a very big tournament up there. In, oh yeah, in, at Illinois Wesleyan is where the the finals oh, yeah. will be, and that final will, game will be today. Yeah, some big schools. Yes, yes. Um, and then also in the uh, Chrysler Rock Winterfest on the girls' side, it was Father McGivney taking down North Clay, fifty-four to uh, forty-one there. And I believe that was for some hardware, but North Clay falling a little bit short there to uh, Father McGivney there on the girls' side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just the action that happened yesterday. Let's take a look at the uh, tournaments that wrapped up uh, the previous day on Wednesday. Uh, Dietrich, they concluded their tournament, both the boys and the girls. On the boys' side, it was Oblong Powhut over Red Hill, 70-68. Fifth place game was Sullivan over CHBC by 1-43-42. It was Arcola over Grayville, 80-68. And in the championship game, it was South Central. They took down a Dietrich by the final of 55-46. So a South Central Dietrich holiday a tournament champions there on the boys side mm-hmm. um some all tournament team uh, was aiden dotson for south central anthony um Benera for south central as well ethan watwood for the cougars as well aj Rodolph 
for CHBC made as well. Caleb Gephardt for Dietrich. Lucas Westendorf for Dietrich as well made the all-tournament honors there in Dietrich on Wednesday. Uh, in the Monticello Holiday Hoopla there in the seventh place game, Nioga, they took down uh, Ridgeview 44-35. to and in the championship game, it was Tuscola over Monticello, 42-32. to uh, Jordan Quinn making the all-tournament team there in Monticello. Also, Zion Horton as well making the all-tournament honors there. And on the girls' side of the Dietrich Holiday Tournament, in the seventh-place game was South Central over Red Hill, 62-41. Fifth-place game was Arcola over Casey, 47-21. Third-place game was Newton over Dietrich, 59-52. And in the championship, it was the Marshall Lions over Brownstown St. Elmo, 57-48 there. At three players from Dietrich made the all-tournament team. It was Miley Britton, Courtney Brummer, and Katie Tegler. And we had Brooklyn Garrett for South Central make it, and two players for Brownstown. It was Lexi Seaball and Laney Baldridge making the all-tournament team there on the girls' side. Monticello holiday hoopla for the girls. It was Nioga taking third place against the Ridgeview, 59-2-30-9. to And three players for Nioga made the all-tournament team. Sydney Richards, Haley Campbell, and Bryn Richards as well. Well, and in the championship game, it was Tuscola over Clinton, 55-2-48. Tuscola beat uh, Nioga earlier in the weekend. Tuscola, great team. They made uh, the uh, sectionals. I believe that was the team that uh, Nioga beat in the mm-hmm. sectional championship. And Tuscola this season, 18-0 on the uh, girls' side. Ella Boyer and Izzy Wilcox made it for the uh, Warriors. And uh, so that means... Tuscola on the boys' side and girls' side won the Monticello Holiday Hoopla, and it's actually the first time in the Hoopla's history in 15 years that both the boys and girls won the Monticello Holiday Hoopla there. Nice. So some history being made in Monticello. And also on Wednesday in the Charleston Holiday Tournament, it wrapped up as Statopolis. Uh, they wrapped up a perfect 5-0 and record for the tournament. So that means Statopolis, they uh, take home the uh, tournament crown as they picked up two victories uh, on Wednesday over Jacksonville, 64-14. to And they wrapped it up against Tri-County, 42-40, to in a closely contested game as Statopolis jumped out to the 16-5 to second quarter. Really was kind of the difference. And uh, Tri-County tried to come back there on the fourth 15 to five but they just set himself up in a too big of a deficit there at halftime to uh, come back from so to top us taking the winter crown there and uh, i think this is the one that i was talking about with the centralia winter fest uh, i already said that i already wrote it down okay um so have we got it all I think we have we have we got all the tournaments. Yeah, and if you want more information, you can go to our website fcamradio.com. We have we, all. We have it. We have it all there. Yeah, we have all the scores. It's been a crazy week. Yes, it's all there. Yeah, it's been insane. It's been crazy. Yeah, but uh, hey, it's insane for everybody, not just uh, the people that uh, cover the games, yep. but also the people that put on these tournaments as well, the ADs, everyone that runs the hospitality rooms, the scorekeepers, uh, everyone, the officials and whatnot bus drivers driving the the teams to the games and whatnot everybody having a crazy week everybody will be happy that this week Mm -hmm. is finally coming to a close uh today so uh action wraps up at the fem topless christmas classic Uh, today they're already underway 
as we speak in the 15th place game. It's a Belvedere against Knoxville, uh, 13th place game against Dixon and Newton. That game was tied at 28 at the half, last check. Ooh, okay. And uh, then in the 11th place game is the Coles County Clash, Charleston and Mattoon scoring off in Effingham. All these games are going to be in Effingham uh, today there. In the Consolation Championship, it's Luther North against Highland. 7th place game, it's Oaklana versus Effingham. In the 5th place game, it's Chicago Brooks against Centennial. And in the 3rd place game, like I mentioned, St. Anthony against Pleasant Plains. And in the championship game, final game of the night, it's the topless against Lincoln Way East. So who will win out? Small school, big school. Lincoln Way East, I saw uh, their roster. They have some tall players. They're 6'7", 6'8". I was listening to the Matt Toon game on my way back uh, to uh, – well, actually on the way to Assessor uh, when they were uh, taking on Lincoln Way East uh, there a few days ago. And also I forgot to mention in our shout-outs and our thank yous, uh, also a thank you and shout-out to Lane Blickham as yes. well from our Mattoon station uh, up there for helping us coverage of the Mattoon tournament. As well as WKRV for coverage of Absolutely. the Cumberland game uh, when they took yeah, on Vandalia. Yep. Definitely. And so uh, everybody helping uh, helping us out. Uh, there to make sure that uh, we got every single game of Altamont, uh Lady Indians and uh, boys basketball and Cumberland basketball on our airwaves some way uh, or fashion. We do apologize for having to move the uh, girls so much yeah. with uh, playing limbo with uh, everybody else, but uh, we did get every game we uh, did. of the tournament uh, on the air in some sort in some sort of fashion. Yep. So some form or fashion. So that's a little self pat on the back. That's right uh, for for us. And uh, girls basketball, like you said, State Farm Holiday Classic wraps up, and actually Paris is in the championship game there yeah. as they're against Camp Point Central in the uh, Paris cro- is yet to lose this season. Uh, okay. So. And uh, in the Cross Rock Winterfest, uh, it'll wrap up uh, today as well. Vandalia against Chester, North Clay against Hamilton County, and Father McGivney against Staunton there. So, uh, again, go on the website, com, click on our local sports tab, and all the uh, results uh, will be there for your viewing pleasure. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so uh, that wraps up a, a jam-packed holiday a tournament week, and uh, let's uh, move on to uh, some other things that have happened in the past week. It was a game uh, last night that you heard over on a 98.9, the uh, game, and it's going to take a little bit to get used to here of uh, scrolling to find Illinois. I was going to say they're not on, on the top ESPN. 25. They're not pages. in the top 25. They fell out earlier this week, and uh, no one deserves it more to go out of the top 25 after getting boat raced by Missouri than Illinois. But at least they uh, bounced back and they uh, got right game against Bethune-Cookman uh, last night in a uh, packed house there in State Farm Center. It was 85-52. to uh, 52. Dane Danger, career high, leads the way for the Illini, 22 points. And like I told you on the show, after the Mizzou game, yep. two players that needed to be in the starting lineup was Dame Danger and Sincere Harris. And sure enough, they were last night. Now, to be fair, Sincere Harris probably slid into the lineup with the injury to Sky Clark, dealing with a shoulder issue, and he didn't play in the game at all last night. So, uh, But still, Danger and Sincere Harris get in there in the lineup, and Sincere had uh, 12 points uh, last night uh, there for the Illini. Yeah, but I'm I'm holding my breath because it was Bethane Cookman. Sure. Who I can't That's pronounce fair. and can't remember their name for. <laughs> The Wildcats, um, whoever they are, um, <laughs> but let's let's wait and see. Illinois oh, has sure. done a great job of beating teams they should beat. Right. 
Yeah, I mean it was a, it was kind of a sluggish opening uh, opening to the game for both teams, but they finally got it right. And yeah, I'm not like uh, saying, oh hey Illinois, they're going on a run now. Uh, but they did what they needed to do, and it's not like they struggled uh, against uh, Alabama and A and M a couple weeks ago. So by the way, we're still ranked in the coaches' poll. If that makes you feel better, oh, Travis. Okay, so we just fell out of the media poll. Yeah, we're we're 22nd in the coaches' poll. We fell huh. six spots. Okay. What I and I'm going to say this, and and Travis is probably going to smack me from across the table here. <laughs> Depends. How is Missouri not ranked? I know. Well, I mean, no, they definitely deserve it. They do. 100%. And the fact that even in the media poll, Travis, Illinois has more vo- votes than Missouri. Mm. That yeah. No. Right. Like we yes we don't like Missouri. Sure. But they handedly beat us. Oh yeah. And they have looked good this year. At times, minus kind of like Can- a, minus the Kansas game, minus the Kansas game, and minus the buzzer beater to beat whoever it was they had to beat that was like, not ranked and yeah, it was like Ohio or something. Yeah, minus those two games, they've looked pretty good. But they also haven't played anybody either. I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, but they beat Illinois. Yeah, they did. Right, you, you know, I whooped them. You beat who's on your schedules? We've talked about. Mm-hmm. But though it's still the same old story. 8 for 28 from beyond the arc yeah. last night for the Illini, including the most disappointing player uh, on the roster this season, R.J. Melendez, 1 for 8. Mm. The only shots that he took was three-pointers, and um, he did make a couple free throws for his five, but come on, R.J., uh, you were supposed to be a lot better than this. But it's not Matthew Meyer. He struggled. One for six from beyond the arc, two for nine from the field, seven points. Um, but uh, Lanai will get right. They got right against uh, this team, did what they needed to do, and uh, now they'll be into the teeth of conference play uh, to uh, start it off, and it's going to be uh, in the new year on January 4th. That's a Wednesday, and it'll be a hole against those North Western Wildcats and an easy cupcake game right out of the gates to start Big Ten. I mean, that's at least nice. Well, at least start the teeth of the conference. Right. We already are 0-2 in the conference, as Eric points out many times. Travis, if we lose to Northwestern. <laughs> we're not going to lose if, to Northwestern. If we weren't supposed to lose the other two Big Ten games. I know, but we own we own Northwestern. It's not even a rivalry because we own it so much in basketball. Yeah, just like we own Missouri, right? No, I wouldn't say we own them. No, not not in rivalry perspectives. But uh, just look at the stats. I don't have them in front of me, but uh, this is just totally one-sided. And uh, hey, at least uh, Illinois bounced back, and we did lose big to Missouri. But at least M- Michigan sucks. Yeah. They lost to Central Michigan, sixty-three, sixty-one. That's true. Gosh, Michigan seven and six on the or seven and five. I'm sorry, seven and five on the season now. Yeah, put a little bit of respect on them. Who? Well, you Central you, gave, you gave them more oh. more wins or more losses. Yeah, you know. only seven and five. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming back to school, Hunter Dickerson. This yes. is why he came back for. Uh, now they're going to say the same thing that Illinois fans say: all that matters is the conference schedule and the conference tournament. That's all we no. hear from bad Big Ten teams. Well, yeah, and they say it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season or in the tournament. It's all what you do in March. That's what Hunter's argument was. By the way, we have an upset here this morning. North Carolina went down to Pitt. Oh, and they just got back in the yep. top 25. Yep. 
Uh, I don't know if it's too much of a, if it's that much of an upset because they have the same record. Sure. So both are nine and four, and it was a two point loss. But yep. <laughs> North UNC Carolina. led by six at the half. Yeah, North Carolina going down. They stink. <laughs> uh, hey. Calling up uh, Roy Williams yet? No. I mean, he goes to a lot of the games, and when they're in North Carolina, I know. But do you think he's? They're saying, please come back and coach. No. I don't know what's wrong with them. Uh, Wisconsin uh, there against Western Michigan later, and UCLA's uh, in action late tonight against Washington State. Yep. Uh, number one team in the land, Purdue. They took care of business uh, yesterday against Florida and m 82-49. Any intriguing matchups this weekend? Ooh, uh, number 22, a UConn against number 22, Xavier on Saturday. Uh, Louisville and Kentucky there at 11 o'clock. So Louisville's not ranked, but – they're two and eleven, but if they can beat Kentucky, it's a win. It's a big win for them. Could be the highlight of their entire year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida State and a Duke on Saturday. Houston in action against UCF. Oklahoma State against number four Kansas. We got the Red River rivalry. Can't believe I said that so cleanly. Yeah, but I had to good. slow down on that speed bump though. Number six Texas against Oklahoma. Um, let's see, uh, no other ones, really intriguing ones, Sunday, don't think there's anything, UCLA, Washington, that's about it, uh, Rutgers and Purdue on Monday, that's about it, top 25, mm-hmm. action there, alright, so, uh, we will, uh, coming up in a Pick'em, we'll be, uh, picking the, uh, Illini Bowl game, Coming up on a Monday, since we uh, w- since the game will be started by the time we'll record uh, our podcast. So uh, there was some Illinois news and uh, notes from uh, the other day. Uh, I think since we last talked to you last, it was uh, Aaron Henry officially named as the defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and then also we got a new a defensive back coach, and he, I believe he coached with. Uh, Coach Bielema at Wisconsin, but he's been his previous stop. He was the defensive analyst at LSU the last two seasons. So, yeah, a former All-Big Ten first-team selection is what uh, he played, and I'm not going to – I haven't tried to look up his name, so uh, I'm not going to try to butcher it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Four-letter winner at Wisconsin. He helped to win Wisconsin win the Big Ten titles in 2010-2011. And won the Big Ten championship in 2011 as well. So he does have some uh, good on the player resume, yep. at least. So, yeah, his coaching career started back at Wisconsin when he was a graduate assistant working for uh, the Badgers there under defensive backs coach uh, Jim Leonard, who has been tied to possibly coming to Illinois, but at least. Not now, I don't think, because Henry's the D coordinator now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also uh, there was uh, some other uh, football news as uh, the uh, Illini are in uh, Tampa prepping for the game. Uh, Tommy DeVito actually uh, was uh, uh, talked to in a press conference and that uh, his waiver was denied, but uh, he was actually really looking forward to uh, possibly coming back. He, was, he said he was going to come back if uh, his waiver would have been approved, uh, but it was denied. So uh, he will uh, go on elsewhere, and so that means we're without a quarterback. Well, 
No, we're not. As uh, the Illini picked up a uh, big-time transfer as, again, Purdue they stole uh, Hudson Card uh, from uh, Texas as uh, Coach Walters uh, dangled him to uh, Purdue. Uh, but then uh, we got a uh, quarterback from uh, LSU, Luke Alt, not LSU, uh, Old Miss. Old Miss. Uh, yes. Luke Altmeyer will be uh, coming in, and he was a, a four-star recruit there. And hey, Lane Kiffin wanted him, so uh, that means uh, something to me. And also, the thing that excites me was about Card was that. He was a sophomore. Altmaier is a sophomore, so that means that we're not doing this, you know, plug in and play for one right. year thing. We're hopefully going to be getting uh, Altmaier for two years. Mm. So that's what excites me. In theory, I mean, unless he completely comes out and smashes it, or he wants to transfer. Well, if he does good, that means he won't. Or he does good and wants to go somewhere more prestigious to help his draft stuff. I know more prestigious than Big Ten. We're, we're getting UCLA and, and U, USC. Not next year. 2024. So, in theory, yes. But, I mean, I've seen that there are players with 10 years of eligibility looking at their sixth different college. You know, they, that's because they're searching for a playing time and whatnot, or they're having some team come in. Or some player come in and try to take their job. So yeah, they don't want to fight for it. They just want to go somewhere where they are automatically. Can play right away. Yep. Right. But, yeah, I, I see him if he's having uh, completely, if he's like a Heisman Trophy winner, I he's going to so. go to the draft. Right. But he's not going to transfer out. Well, either way, you still only get him for a year. I know. But, still. hey, that means Illinois doing good things. Yes. Um. So, yep, those were the two news and notes from uh, football. And uh, since we last talked to you, all right, uh, so uh, where are we going to next? Uh, college football. We can, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. College. Where are you? Where are you thinking? No, I was just in my head thinking of things I wanted to talk about. So let's let's go college football. Uh, the bowl games and yep. uh, man, when was the last show that we had? It seems last like it's Friday. Been forever. Last Friday. Um, We've had lots of bowl games since then. Lots of bowl games. Some of them you heard on 99 The Game. Some of them you did Middle know. Tennessee over San Diego State in the Hawaii Bowl on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Did we say that? 25-23. New Mexico State over Bowling Green. The Quick Lane Bowl, 24-19. Uh, the uh, Carmelo Bowl against Georgia Southern. It was Buffalo over Georgia Southern, 23-21. Memphis in the First Responders Bowl over Utah State, 38-10. East Carolina over Coastal Carolina, 53-29 to in the Birmingham Bowl. And it was Wisconsin in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl over Oklahoma State, 24-17. to On Wednesday, it was the uh, San Diego County uh, Credit Union Holiday Bowl. It was Oregon over North Carolina by a point, 28-27. to It was a Duke over UCF in the Military Bowl, 30-19, to or 30-13 to in Three overtimes. What a game that was in the Liberty Bowl over Kansas, Arkansas, 55-53. Mm-hmm. Three overtimes. In a game they didn't know was if it was going to happen or not because they were dealing with some electrical issues down there in Memphis due to all the cold weather. And at one point in time, I had heard that uh, the Arkansas Players Hotel didn't have water. Really? They, they didn't have water, so they were having to use bottled water, and they didn't know if the game was going to happen or not because of the – the fact there was no water in the in the city of Memphis, but they were able to get it in. 
Yeah, and I, I did hear about that about Tennessee pushing their uh, the Titans yeah. game back like an hour due to the cold temperatures and the power outages yep. and whatnot there in Tennessee. So. Yeah, rolling blackouts in the Nashville area. Mm. So it was Texas Tech over Old Miss, forty-two to a twenty-five in the Texas Bowl. Speaking of Texas, they're not back as they uh, got beat by Washington in the Alamo Bowl, twenty-seven to a twenty. Yesterday, mm-hmm. it was also Oklahoma. They lost to Florida State 35-32 in the Cheez-It Bowl. And Minnesota took down the uh, uh, Syracuse Orange in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl 28-20. We already have uh, games going on, including I see in the uh, background the uh, Duke's Mayo Bowl uh, going on and the uh, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl uh, just getting underway as well as we speak. Uh, coming up later, the Gator Bowl today between Notre Dame and South Carolina, Ohio win, Wyoming in the Bar to- Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, and in the uh, Capital One Orange Bowl, a lot of oranges, six Tennessee against seven Clemson later on this evening. And then, of course, coming up this weekend, uh, tomorrow you got the uh, college football playoff. But first, before we get there, it's number five, Alabama against nine at Kansas State in the uh, Sugar Bowl. Man, I'm not used to the Sugar Bowl starting so early, but 11 a.m. tomorrow there in New Orleans. It'll be the kickoff, uh, Iowa and Kentucky in the Music City Bowl. And uh, then in uh, the 3 o'clock game in the first semifinal in the Fiesta Bowl there in Glendale, it's number three, TCU against number two, Michigan and Michigan currently a favor by seven and a half points. And Ohio State and a number one of Georgia in the second semifinal in the Peach Bowl, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl at that. Hey, you can get some Chick-fil-A at the stadium yeah. there and in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. So uh, currently Georgia favored by a six. And, of course, we'll be uh, picking those games as well coming up. We sure will. Um, and then uh, Monday, of course, we'll be picking this one as well, Illinois and uh, Mississippi State in the Real Quest uh, Bowl. Currently, Mississippi State favored by one and a half points there. And that game on Monday will uh, – coverage starts at 10 o'clock. Okay, the coverage or the kickoff says it's 11 a.m. here on ESPN. So, For what game? Illinois. Yeah, coverage starts at 10. 10 o'clock, so uh, we'll be uh, listening uh, to uh, that. Uh, Tulane, uh, USC, and the Cotton Bowl, LSU, uh, Purdue, and uh, the uh, Cheez-It Citrus Bowl, not to be confused with just the Cheez-It Bowl, and uh, Penn State and Utah in the Rose Bowl on Monday as well, and then the uh, National Championship will have to wait until January 9th, but we'll talk about that after those semifinals conclude this weekend Mm -hmm. for New Year's. Man, it's already here. Can't wait. Already here. And uh, before we uh, move on to uh, anything else, before we move on to uh, the NFL, also I wanted to get, you said, uh, where is Mizzou ranked? Well, where is Illinois women's? They should be ranked as well. I know. Maybe Wisconsin, 79-63 yesterday or last night there in Wisconsin. So rank the women fighting Illini. Do it. What are you doing? If they're not in the polls this time, something's, something's up. Conspiracy. It is a conspiracy, Travis. I agree with you a thousand percent. Conspiracy against Illinois. Yep. All right. So uh, let's uh, take a look at uh, the uh, NFL. As like I said, 
totally forgot that there was a game last night. It's the Cowboys over the uh, Titans, 27-2-13. Dallas, 12-4 on the season, winding down the regular season here. And the Titans, this game didn't matter a lick, so they didn't care about it. I think they started their third-string quarterback at that uh, because it's the next week is uh, what uh, they're worried about against the uh, Jaguars. Uh, that's where all the marbles will be decided for the AFC South. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, the winner of that game will be going to the uh, playoffs representing the uh, South uh, there. So if that game didn't mean a lick for the Titans, the game on a Sunday doesn't mean a lick for the uh, Jaguars. So if you want to uh, sit some of your players, you can go ahead and do that against uh, Lovey and the uh, Texans. Uh, as well and also that would help out the bears if the texans could pull off that win as well yeah battling for the number one pick that's true get it done get it done get it done texans get the win get the dub on a sunday you also got the uh, cardinals and falcons woof uh bears and the lions on sunday as well woof uh lions favored by six uh broncos chiefs 12 and a half the chiefs are favorites mm. and uh also i think this was happened since the last time we recorded it uh nathaniel hackett gone gone broncos head coach thanks for coming yeah thanks russell wilson you cost the coach first time coach a job it was set up to fail from the beginning oh man i did see something on uh, twitter that was like what if the broncos hired hackett because they thought for sure they were gonna get rogers oh yeah yeah and then they were just stuck with it yep <laughs> here's the next one to go travis are you ready uh-huh Raiders coach. On the hot seat, McDaniels. Yeah. They benched Derek Carr. They did. They, they finally him. did that. Because mm-hmm. I said you cannot win games with a Carr as your quarterback. Yeah, so. Which means he's probably coming to Indy. Get ready, Colts. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of the uh, Colts there against the Giants in New York. That's the perfect, perfect landing spot for him because that's exactly <laughs> a Colts thing to do. Yeah, that's true. Well, actually, a Colts thing to do is take some veteran – that sucks. Or Russell Wilson. is at the end of his career. There you go. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready, Indy. Uh, the Dolphins also against the uh, Patriots. Uh, haven't uh, checked uh, in the last couple of days about uh, Tua, whether he's going to play in this game, but apparently another concussion. Yeah, I uh, saw that. Jeez. Uh, what's going on there in Miami? It looked like he played there on Christmas Day against the Packers in the second half with a concussion. Jeez. Uh, the uh, Saints against the Eagles, uh, the Panthers, and the uh, Bucks. This is important for the uh, South. I think the, if the Bucks win, yeah, they should be in. But uh, pay, uh, Bucks three and a half favorites right now. Come on, Tampa. Yeah. Browns against the uh, Commanders. Forty uh, Niners. Uh, speaking of those Raiders, they're against uh, Vegas. They're in Vegas. Uh, Niners favored by nine and a half. Jets and uh, Seahawks. A revenge game for Geno Smith. Yes. Jets are favored by uh, one and a half points, though. Uh, Vikings and uh, Packers on a Sunday. Packers is still trying to keep their postseason alive. Can they do it? And uh, they are going up against the uh, Vikings 12 and a three. But when I see a stat, they're undefeated in one-score games, though. Yeah, they are. And you know the Vikings would want nothing more than to eliminate Green Bay from the playoffs. Sure. Yeah, that would be a big, big mm-hmm. thing for them. Um, and then uh, let's see. Uh, you got the uh, Rams and Chargers. They were flexed out of the uh, Sunday night game as a battle for L.A. 
Chargers favored by six and a half points here as uh, Christmas Day. The Rams, they uh, throttled yeah. their uh, old uh, friend from Seattle, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. and uh, blew him out there. You caught Tack at his job. Yeah, I, we it's did. It's you. Yes, yeah, so it was the kiss it's of death. It's your fault. It is. Totally our fault. We put up a 50-burger. <laughs> uh, Baker Mayfield uh, like looked good. Like the first half, it felt like. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even close. Hey, the only entertaining thing was about that was uh, it was on Nickelodeon. Did you watch it on Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah. Dumbest Dude, that was awesome. That had Patrick Starr oh, I know. the I entire game <laughs> roasting Russell Wilson. Uh, the Broncos traded all those draft picks, paid all Russ all that money just for Patrick Starr to <laughs> break him down. Oh man, just to get insulted there. It was entertaining for sure. Uh, then in the Sunday night game, it was flexed into it was the Steelers and Ravens. Uh, Ravens favored by uh, two points here. Steelers seven and eight. They still have a chance, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Outside chance, but chance. So you're saying there's a chance. The Dolphins right there, eight and seven. Uh, Jags, of course, currently right now in the pole position in the South, but it's all going to come down to uh, next week there. Um, let's see. And then the uh, Monday night game is actually a really great one here in uh, what week 17 of the season. It's the Bills against the Bengals. 12 and 3 against 11 and 4. Yeah, the only problem I have with that game, Travis, is that it's on three different, four different networks. Of course. ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, ESPN Plus. Of course. Got to have the Manning cast, got to have the uh, Stat cast, Next Gen Stat cast, uh, Primetime cast dumb <laughs> hey uh, so uh if you're looking something to do on monday you know what to do on new year on uh on sign new year's day january 2nd new year's day is january 1st how about that ringing the new year with some football new year's day is sunday said that right yeah i thought you said monday yeah i meant sunday that's okay we've started celebrating the new year already Oh, have we? Should old acquaintance be forgot, Travis? All right, what we got next? Um, didn't say that we wanted to talk a lot about the uh, NBA, but Luca put on a uh, performance during the time that we were away. Luca's the man. Triple double. Yeah, Luca's the man. Get that man a beer. Get him an MVP. Come <laughs> on, quit it with this Jokic thing. Yeah, we also had the dunk of the year as well. This is mm-hmm. the last time we talked to you on Christmas Day. Aaron Gordon. Ooh. And, awesome. And I'm gonna say, Travis, I, I have I, I hate that I'm gonna have to say this, but I'm gonna have to say this. I was wrong about Zion. Yeah. Playing well, just dropped the career high the other night, right? Career high had the final fourteen points for his team to lead him to a win. They have the best record in the West with the Nuggets. Yeah. Zion, I, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I still think this is all a ploy to get him to go to uh, New York in the offseason because his contract's running out, but he's playing well. Marking it down. Nah, thank you. Thank you. Eric was Eric wrong, was wrong about yep. Zion. About Zion, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Eric. All right. Mark it go. down. There you go. Now you can feel better about yourself. <laughs> Clip it. 
Uh, also, uh, while we uh, were away, uh, Ovechkin now slid into a second place. Now he only trails the great one, Wayne Gretzky, on the all-time uh, list. He passed uh, Gordy Howe in uh, the most goals department. Uh, there and uh, he also wanted to uh, celebrate with uh, an adult beverage as well so yeah. uh, congratulations there to uh, Ovi on uh, second place now and got a little bit to uh, try to catch the great one but uh, who knows he, he might he might eventually might eventually get there so depends on how long he wants to play I guess so yeah I think yeah, you're this close you might as well yeah uh, try to get it there um, and I think the only thing else I have left is uh, is pick them. I I just want to really quickly talk baseball, mm-hmm. and the lack of any noise from the Mets or Correa is making me think, Travis, that this deal is not going to happen either. Sure, yeah. Whatever but... this medical issue is, now I saw reports that what what scared away the the Giants was I guess he broke his leg. But it was back in 2014, and he's been playing since fine. So I don't know. It's all kind of weird. But the fact that it's been almost a week now, and we have heard nothing, no press conferences, no (laughs) nothing, makes me think that there is an issue. And I don't know if this deal is going to come through. And Carlos Correa may look like the biggest idiot in the world for not just Staying in Minnesota, might just be. I uh, say, I say, he might just be stuck. But yeah, no, he opted out. So yeah, hmm, yeah. So he he because if one team says it, you could say, all right, maybe it was that team. We talked about it. Maybe they were regretting the deal or whatnot. If two teams come back and say, hey, there's a problem with <laughs> this report, there aren't a whole lot of other teams that are going to want to pay him what he's wanting to make, right? And overlook everything. Right, yeah, it's definitely huge red flags that two yes. teams see red flags and aren't willing to sign them. Especially the Mets, who are signing everybody right now. Mm-hmm. If they're still not announcing anything, it makes me just pause for half a second and say, is there something here? Oh, definitely, there's something. And it's baffling to me. It really is. This is the first time I can remember a player yeah, having this issue when trying to sign a contract in any league, mm-hmm. yeah. to where inks on paper, it's not an issue of they want more money. It's not an issue they want more years. Everything's agreed upon. They can't get him medically cleared. Right. Yeah, I've definitely seen it once where guys has something come up in a mm-hmm. physical and one team doesn't sign them. Yeah, but, yeah or not trade. Two. Yeah, not two. No. And it also makes you wonder if it's this big of an issue. How did he play last year? How did he sign that contract with the Twins last year? Yeah, I also saw something. I think that he may have gotten injured in Minnesota, but mm. maybe he was playing through it uh, there. Gotcha. So uh, maybe that's what's causing the red flags maybe. to come up for the physical. So also experts what picking a weird that uh, Devers will be with the uh, Cubs by the end of the year next year. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's somebody. To play third base. And I thought you were going to say just the absolute silence of everything uh, from the uh, St. Louis Cardinals that a couple of veteran pitchers, Avaldi, uh, he went to the Rangers, yeah. uh, Kluber, yeah. he's with the Red Sox now. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know if I really wanted Kluber, but I definitely would have 
on the show gladly taking Evaldi, but yeah. nope, we're good. That's Mosaic. Okay. We missed out on Segura. We're stuck with Nick Madrigal. Yeah, as I say, Segura, two-year deal with the Marlins. Yeah. Mm. Which is a good pickup for them. They need a veteran presence on that young team. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, that's all I want to talk about with baseball is this whole, it's a weird thing. Weird, weird things happening with uh, Carlos Correa. Yes. Uh, there. All right, so uh, this is unfortunate. I don't have the uh, pick of music picked up because I don't have the uh, usual sound effects up for for us like I usually do. That's okay. I, I will stall show. because I don't want you to uh, miss to out listen. on an opportunity. Well, not only that, I don't want you to listen to me having to attempt to do it. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want that. So, don't forget this weekend to download our podcast of uh, the top 10 sports stories of the year. That will be coming out this weekend. Make sure you download it. The real question is, which one is it? Nope. 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 None of them. Oh, man. Um, We may be doing something fun on that uh, top 10 sports stories, so... Get ready for that. Something fun. Uh, nope. Nope. No. Uh, there it is. Found it. <laughs> We're working through it. There we go. Pick them. Extended. Pick'em. Last time on Pick'em, when we last joined you, Travis right. was 0-3 for the week. I was 2-1 for the week. How did it all end out? Well, let's recap. First, we have Bengals at Patriots. Bengals, minus three. We both went with the Bengals. Bengals got the win by more than three, so we both get wins there. Yay. We went Bills. And I think it was a four-point win, so <laughs> it was close. Uh, Bills, minus eight against the Bears. We both went with the Bills. We both got wins as they slaughtered the Bears. Um... Middle Tennessee, San Diego State in some bowl. Don't remember what one it was, but it was a bowl game that we aired on 99 the game. Travis went with Middle Tennessee plus seven. I went with San Diego State minus seven. San Diego State lost to Middle Tennessee. So Travis gets a point on that one. I lose a point. Bucks at Celtics. Travis went with the Celtics. I went with the Bucks for Christmas Day. And it was the Celtics getting the win. So Travis gets a point there. And Grizzlies at Warriors. Uh, we both went with the Grizzlies. Warriors got the win. So we both went four and four for the week. So Travis, you still lead by five, 105 to 100. Mm-hmm. So we get ready for this week's pick. And I was thinking, Travis, the last time we were talking to the people, it was like negative six degrees, and today it's 60. Yep. That's how that's how long <laughs> it's been since we've talked to you. Right. Oh, what a difference a week makes. <laughs> no kidding, right? Jeez. All right, so let's uh, well, we'll just start with the most uh, what's going to happen first. And that is the college football playoffs. We'll have a 90 on the game. We'll start with game one, Travis. TCU versus Michigan. Michigan minus seven and a half. Who you got? <sighs> Man, as much as I would like to see a TCU win this one here with uh, Mr. Duggar, I'm going to go Michigan. going to go Michigan minus seven and a half? Yeah. I, Travis, am uh, 
<laughs> I'm going to go TCU. They are getting no respect from anyone in the entire country. So they have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. They can come out and be like uh, Boise State against Oklahoma in that Fiesta Bowl. They got yeah. nothing to lose. They can pull out the trick plays all they want. Because no one expects them to be within 10, let alone have a chance at winning this game. No. So, <laughs> a dangerous team is always a team that has nothing to lose. Sure. All right, Alabama versus Georgia. Georgia minus six, Travis. Who you got? Who? Alabama? Alabama. Is that right? No. No? It's Ohio Ooh. State versus Georgia. Why did I put that? You just, you just, I'm just so used to, used to it. it. I'm just so used, used to, to Alabama being in a. Say <laughs> <laughs> Alabama's against K State. Yeah, like 10 a.m. on Saturday. Right, yeah. Coach right. Saban must be so pissed. So it's Ohio State versus Georgia, minus six Georgia. Who you got? Mm -hmm. Hey, talk about a team that's getting no respect. Ohio State's not getting any respect. No. What the heck? I got some room to play with here, so I'll go Ohio State. I don't think they're going to win, but. And they keep it close. Yeah. That's all you, you want them to keep it within a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Travis can go Ohio State. I will go Georgia here. Uh, I think Georgia will win this game. Um, and I just don't like Ohio State. I, I think I'm going to break out my old Ohio State colors for this one. Ugh. Wrong with you. Jokes on right. you. I don't have any Ohio State colors. Oh, good. I like it. Uh, next, Bears at the Lions on Sunday. Lions minus six, Travis. Minus six, huh? Yep. Well, let's keep this losing streak going. Got Lions? Let's go the Lions. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll go Lions as well. They are, at least are still fighting for a playoff spot. Bears are fighting for the first pick in the draft, which means you lose, and then they can't get exactly. it. Exactly. So they're going to get second. Uh, Colts at the Giants. That game can be heard over on WCRA starting at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Travis, who you got? Giants minus five and a half. Yeah, Colts are so so weird. I will go the uh, Giants. I will, Giants. I will go Giants as well minus five and a half because. Again, India has nothing to play for. Giants still fighting for a playoff spot. So Come on, Saquon. Yeah. Give me like four touchdowns. Travis needs it for fantasy purposes. Championship on the line, dude. Oh. Winner take all. Winner take I all. I don't get anything if I finish in second. It's uh, winner take all. What do you get if you That's win? That's ruthless league. Uh, some stuff. Some entertainment. Stuff, yes. Some entertainment. Oh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't beat a championship belt that someone else won. Mm -mm. So just say that. No, but I'll take this over the championship belt. I still got the championship I can, belt. I can purchase a championship belt. That's true. Uh, and finally, on Monday, Illinois in a bowl game for the first time in 40 years. Oh, not really, but it, again, it feels that long. Uh, taking on Mississippi State. Mississippi State minus one and a half, Travis. So it's basically a pick em. Sure. Who you got? And I think uh, everyone in America cheering for... Uh, Mississippi State yeah. here with uh, Mike Leach. But do you think on the last possible Illinois game of the season, do you think I'm going to go anywhere else besides Illinois? Pick Illinois. Put me down for uh, Illinois. Put you down for Illinois, huh? Mm -hmm. All right. I said it 
two weeks ago. I will say it again. There is no reason to pick Illinois in this game. You don't have your running exactly. back. You don't have your defense at all. You, your star defensive players are not playing. Your defensive coordinator is gone. Exactly. There's, That's why you pick them. And you got a 12th man on the field for Mississippi State in this game. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, Mississippi State. <laughs> yeah. There's too many factors. And where's the game being played? Tampa. Which has a giant pirate ship for the pirate Mike Leach. Yeah, there's no way. I know. A pill task, to say the I'm least. I'm surprised it's only a point and a half, to be honest. I know. I thought it was going to be bigger. Sure, yeah. Because Illinois, without Chase Brown and without Sidney Brown and without the uh, the Witherspoon. great Witherspoon and their defensive coordinator. Yeah, a lot of things going I against. I just don't believe in this team with all that against them. Over-under set at 46. Does Purdue play this weekend? Uh, yes, they also play on Monday. Oh. They play against LSU. See Drew Brees do some coaching. All right, yeah. No line has been set for that game, though. So That's odd. It is. All right, that's our pick'em. That's our pick'em. Very well. Lower down. Lower down the music there. Fade out. All right. So uh, I don't think I have anything else. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's uh, play us out here. And so uh, we will – it's been a great time being back with you here after being away for such a a long time, it seemed like. But uh, we still got more to come. Uh, Check into the uh, podcast feed a little bit later on this weekend, and we'll get you the uh, top ten sports stories of 2022, one of the best podcasts that we do every single year. And uh, so stay tuned for that. But – Thanks for sticking out with us. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for uh, downloading. And we'll be back to recap 2022 in the near future very, very soon. Peace out.